Alrighty, hi there, my name is Will, welcome back to another episode of the Brain Cube Podcast. Today I have a special guest, uh, Mac, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, Will, yeah? how are you? Uh, pretty good, it's a decent day. Mm-hmm, it's a little bit hot out. It's a little bit normal. Yeah. So what are we talking about on this fine afternoon? <laughs> um, well, Will, we are uh, talking about <coughs> the uh, the great... Uh, concept album from Pink Floyd, The Wall. 80 minutes long, only made me cry once, and that's not because it was sad. <laughs> Alright. Uh, In yeah. reality, though, I am Will. I'm Mac. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so, Let's yeah. Get this we... normal Let's get this normal episode going. Definitely. Woo. Alright, so, uh, track one from the wall. In the flesh. In the flesh. Yeah. Alright, here we go. parts. Uh, it's an amazing song. The second part I think is way better than the first but it's a great introductory to an amazing album. Yeah. How do you feel about it, sir? Um, it definitely feels like Pink Floyd. Um, yeah. You, you could uh, take a lot of their popular songs and see that they all have like the, just this ranting, booming guitar streak. I have to say, after um, the Dark Side of the Moon and the Wall. It, uh, still in the period of Roger Waters, it all sounds the same. Mm. But if you go before that with albums like Amagama or Metal, completely different. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so In the Flesh, decent song, no complaints. Yeah. This is definitely uh, one of the uh, one of the sounds that really stuck with me. The uh, I I don't know why, but it. Oh yeah, and and then this part kind of repeats uh, <laughs> throughout the uh, or like the thought you might like to go to the show. It yeah. it appears later in the album. Alrighty, let's move on. All right. Track two, The Thin Ice. With a baby. Baby. Uh, it's definitely one of my more favorite songs on the album, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, listening to Roger Waters, so... Yeah, I like this song. Um, I like the transitions between songs as well. They're very smooth all the time. Yeah, and yeah. Solid. I remember you were talking about this, uh, how if you listen to just one song from the album, you yeah. might not get it. You won't enjoy it as yeah. much as you should. Yeah, you need the context. You need everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the transitions are so... Amazing. They're solid. They're so solid. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Just like my dog, who's stronger than me. He's very solid. <laughs> like my frame, solid and jiggly. Alright, third track. <laughs> Alright, another brick in the wall, part one. It's iconic. You get you gotta you gotta say it's iconic. It's of course, it's the one song that almost everyone knows. It's not at all it's, my favorite. It's, it's almost the t- it's it's basically the title track. It is. I can't stand the um all the parts of another brick in the wall except for the third. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, now this is where our paths kind of diverge. Yeah. I, I kind of like this song, and I know I'm coming out here as a normie. No. But <laughs> I, I gotta admit, like, the, the little... 
I, I, lo I love the beginning of this song, but the rest of it is very repetitive and I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that it is repetitive, but, uh, I, it has such, such an awesome psychedelic feel to it. That's what Pink Floyd is. Uh-huh. It, it, it is, like I said, it is iconic. You gotta give it some credit. Like, like I love, I love the, the, the rises and the falls of it. Mm -hmm. They've had amazing music engineers their entire career, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it... <laughs> Alright, shall we move on? Sure, Anything yeah. more to say? Alright. Uh, number four, The Happiest Days of Our Lives. Uh, to me, it's a mundane song. Like, I can't, I can't complain. It's just, eh, it's just there. Hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I've, I've, or, well, I was talking to you about this earlier, like, I've, uh, I've only listened to this album in its entirety once, so I need a, I need a second to remember, uh, most of what the songs are. Um, it's really important in the whole story and concept because it introduces the school teacher mm. and the whole idea of him, yeah, beating children and just putting them down and trying to put them into a cookie cutter form. Mm. The, uh, I gotta say, the, <laughs> the helicopters in the beginning, that really threw me off. I have to say, uh, just out of what I've heard from my brother going to Roger Waters concerts, um, during the concert they'll bring out searchlights and start playing helicopter noises, so it looks like a real, like, helicopter flying, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, so I guess I agree with you now, it's a, it is a mundane song, and it's one of the most, it's one of the shortest on the album, actually. Yep. But it does its job in introducing, uh, a character. Mm -hmm. Which I, uh, which I respect. Alright, moving on. Song number five, Another Brick in the Wall. Again, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's, uh, mm -hmm. it's nothing special. It's... I wish, uh, I, I feel like this song is almost wasted. Uh, the Big... guitar in the background's really solid. Again, just like with, uh, with part one. The... Like... I think I think that could have been used to make a better song. Mm -hmm. And I I think they could have made a way better song just in that slot and put something there. But mm -hmm. again, all the instruments are amazing. Uh, David Gilmore playing the guitar and Roger Waters on the bass. Just solid music all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's it's. Uh... It's it's almost like a remix of part one. It, it it's just a different it's a different side of it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, so while I think it's a good song, it, it could have been or it could have been a lot better. And I guess actually no, I don't really think it's a good song. Yeah. Like, yeah. It could be better. <laughs> um, all right, number six, mother. Now I know you have strong feelings about this one. <laughs> uh, it's a good song to learn and. To play on the guitar, actually, but to listen to, it's well for me, I should say, it's not at all enjoyable. Mm. It's just. Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, it feels very personal and very intimate. Like, it. it I feel like it kind of opens up a new uh, side of of Roger Waters' voice. Mm -hmm. um, it. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it seems, it seems not, not necessarily monotone, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know, it, uh, I, I'm not, uh, <laughs> it plays, it plays a good part in the story. I will say it does, yeah, it introduces, uh, his mother and how much, like, he cares about her opinion and everything like that. And, and how she helped him build the wall. And control. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, just one thing that I would like to say about this. It, it really threw me off, like, when they actually got to, like, the mother's perspective. Like, 
she started off sounding really sincere and then or well of course she was but and then it's like you and then she's talking about like bad doing bad things to her child well it's like i thought uh, at first i was just like oh this is gonna be a nice wholesome song but it's not it, al it also throws me off because you're like listening to the wall and it's very it's just continuing growing getting a bit louder each time and then this comes out of nowhere and just puts a mm. little end to it. Yeah. Yeah, as it put a damper on your, uh, on your experience. No, no not at all. It just confused me. Because it was oh. building up and then just a steep <laughs> drop off. Yeah. Alright, uh, should we move on? Sure, yeah. Alright, uh, number seven is goodbye, good, goodbye, <laughs> goodbye, blue sky. Um, you know, I think this is actually a pretty good song. I, I like I how like it's written. I enjoy it. Nothing bad about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> the guitar playing is amazing. That's it, almost always. Hmm. Yeah, talks about the war and stuff like that. It's really nothing special, but again, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's it started off sounding so wholesome, just like Mother, but... And then you get this really uh, deep and foreboding feeling after a while. We're moving into my favorite part of the album after this. Mm. So maybe, maybe Mother did kind of play its part well, because you did kind of need a... You, you did kind of need to... Uh, bring down the tone a bit in order to introduce uh, the beginning of Goodbye Blue Sky. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. So now, it is a bit confusing how the uh, the change isn't gradual, which I, I, I maybe I maybe would have liked, but it, it is more abrupt. Um, yeah. Alright. Number eight is uh, Empty Spaces. Amazing. Um, talking about how he's just gonna fill up all the, like, he kind of broke down his wall and started to talk to people, and then he realized how bad people can be, so he started packing them back in and mm. filling it. That's a good song. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, these, this, uh, this kind of thumping almost at the beginning, uh, it kind of... I don't know if it's supposed to be, but it, it sounds like a train engine, or like a steam engine to mm -hmm. me. And then it eventually uh, kind of goes into an actual beat, which is really cool, I gotta say. I, I really enjoy that. I think Empty Spaces and um, the next song, Young Lost, really flow into each other well, which mm -hmm. I enjoy. And I do have to say, I know my opinion will not be the same as others because of the way I listen to it. And some high quality speakers, I have to say. Mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. God, you're really sucking down that iced tea, aren't you? I like it. <laughs> I assume I'm gonna make one of the best noises known to man. So that's why you brought two. I drink when I'm nervous, and don't take that out of context. <laughs> Wow, that, that's a really late lyrical entrance, I gotta say. It is pretty late, though. Yeah. yeah. Short song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it's, like we were talking about earlier, like, it, it's a good song, but you need the context. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you might not want to open that right after yeah, you, yeah. right after you shook it up, just I like, I, like I did, because that was not a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Alright, uh... Should we just let the song ride out and yeah, then hear the transition that we're talking about? Important. Mm. All right, and now we're on to song nine, Young Lust. Young Lust. Which oh. is amazing. Oh. That transition was really good. If not for the stutter, that's not the <laughs> album's fault. That's just my computer's fault. <laughs> Damn! It's yeah, usually such a clear and. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Young Lust is one of my favorite songs on the album. Because mm. of the chorus. 
yeah, I think it's amazing. Um, better than most of the songs. Not a huge fan of the wall at all, so. Yeah, yeah. I remember rem remembering this one uh, among other songs uh, in particular from the wall, which I, I, I also, so I also like the song a lot. Song number 10. Yeah, all right, song number 10. <laughs> Another one that you have strong feelings about. Mm -hmm. One of My Turns. One of My Turns is one of the best songs in the wall. Um, with the story of Pink, uh, after he get after his wife gets mad at him and Pink just decides to kind of break the rules, so he brings a roadie from one of his concerts to his uh, hotel room, and he starts like sitting there and he gets really sad, and then he decides I don't need to be sad, and he starts flipping out and breaking stuff, and it's amazing. Right, you gotta open your can and let me song. pause the music. Oh! That was amazing. <laughs> Yo, I'm not even, like, I think I'm only, like, one-eighth of the way through mine, and you're cracking your second. Cracking my second can. Jesus. Hold on. The next thing has to happen, too. I'm gonna take the tab off because of your <laughs> collection. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab the other one. You left it somewhere over here, so that way you do not no, I gave that one. I was gonna give that one to you. No, I'm still taking one that has the uh, has the circle. I'll in fight it you. Oh. To make you mad. I don't need one of the regular ones. I can get that anytime. <laughs> yeah, these All right. Are so beautiful. Yeah, good song, but you need to listen to the whole thing because the beginning isn't the greatest. Just uh, yeah, you get to hear everything she says. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely one of the most or this is one of the songs with the most prominent storytelling in it. Wow. Oh. And then she um, does kind of have the she does kind of have that accent. And I was yeah, I was imitating. <laughs> and then after a little while, yeah, as I said, he flips out. He starts like grabbing things and uh, breaking his guitars against the wall. Yeah, I I feel uh, this. So the singing style in this uh, song is, or at least at the beginning, it it, it reminds me of uh, in Mother. Like it's it's sort of, it gives you more of an intimate feel. Because he's talking about his wife. Mm. Well, yeah, and his terrible relationship that he had with her. Mm. Mm. I really like the. I really like the uh, the suppressed uh, the suppressed organ in the background. It's pretty good. I like any organ or piano playing. <laughs> Big fan of House of the Rising Sun. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Move on from here. Yeah. Track eleven. Don't leave me now. Um, amazing. Um, guitar playing by David Gilmore is out of this world. Just a mm. uh, beautiful song that I appreciate. Um, yeah. I think it's nice. Definitely one of the better songs off the album. Mm -hmm. this, was this one of the songs that had a really smooth transition from one of my turns? Yes. Again? All right. I, I remember that. Obviously, we didn't make it that far, but... I kind of remember that from when we did listen to it. Yeah. Any anything in particular to say about this one? Uh, not necessarily. Um, the vocals are nice. Instrument playing is always solid and Pink Floyd. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is where. This is well. This is. Uh, it was kind of introduced. Uh, in one of my turns, but I'd like to just pause and take a moment to express how how painful this must have been for Roger Waters' throat. Like, this sounds like some really strained vocal or some really strained vocal aerobics. Definitely, but um. Oh, me! Oh, I can't even do it. <coughs> it's still it's beautiful. Yeah. Mhm. Mm yeah. 
That shows yet another side of the story. See, right there, that sounds painful. A darker side of the story? Mm-hmm. Darker yeah. side of the moon. <laughs> I'm wearing my dark side of the moon socks for Another you audio listeners. Pink Floyd reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song is a bit spooky, I'll be honest. Yeah. Ambient noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, alright. Should we move on? Yep. Alright. Track 12, Another Break in the Wall, Part 3. This is my favorite of the three. Okay. Because he really starts, like, losing it in this part. Like, uh, mm-hmm. flipping out, and you can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is kind of like a repeat of part two, except alternate lyrics, kind of, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, not much to talk about with the third part of Another Brick in the Wall. It's amazing. It's uh, very important to the story, but, again, mm-hmm. it's slightly mediocre. Mm. Okay. Yeah. This is again another short song. <laughs> but uh, this next song is one second shorter. Uh, That's track 13, Goodbye Cool World. Oh! Alright, we're gonna wait till the ad ends. Uh, you wanna talk about your iced tea? Um, break you. Introduce my my addiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arizona uh, green tea is one of my favorite drinks anymore. Don't know why. Just started going at it, and I haven't stopped drinking it. It's amazing. Yeah. Who introduced you to it? No one. Oh, did you just like walk past it in the store just one day? Saw it, liked the can. Mm. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it is a cool can. It's a nice can. Awesome can. Woo. Can can. Can can. <laughs> I'm trying to save her mind because I have a limited supply. Yeah. It's good though. It's good. I think it. I don't think it has caffeine in it, which is nice. So let's make. Let's check. It doesn't say it on the ingredients. I know that uh, some green teas just naturally have caffeine in them. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about it. Yeah, uh, some, I feel like, I feel like, uh, I don't know if this is an actual thing, but most, uh, most cans will say if their drink is caffeinated or not. I think they most, I think most of them will only say if it's not caffeinated. Oh, you're right, you're right. Alright. Alright, goodbye, cool world. It's a good song. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a used line. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there are. It's music. very cinematic. Alright, this is the end of disc one, I just realized. That's cool. It's very, yeah. Uh, it's a lighter tone of Roger Waters that we don't usually hear. Oh. It's, it's good. It's not my favorite. I don't not like it. It's just... It's a good ending of the disc. Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say, like, it, it's it's really nice punctuation. <laughs> Alright, shall we? Yeah, move on. Alright, uh, disc, two. disc two, track 14, Hey You. I kind of remember this. I've noticed myself recently, like, hearing bass lines. So, um, yeah. It's a good song. I like it. And, uh, yeah. And, um, hey you and is there anybody out there just kind of remind me of each other. Hmm. Um, yeah, they they work well together. They complement each other. Um, yeah. I don't really remember either one, so I can't really <laughs> say anything about this. <laughs> oh wait, no. Now I remember this. Now I remember this. Oh, just the vocal for the vocals to come in. Really, really nice, uh, really nice guitar. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I used to back when I was taking guitar lessons, like a lifetime ago. I uh, 
that was one of the things that I like to practice was just uh, creative picking. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was fun. Uh, I'd also like to address um, Pink Floyd's stage presence and mm -hmm. what they were to their fans. Mm -hmm. uh, they were an awesome band, but um, The Wall actually talks about how Roger Waters felt in real life and how he felt isolated from the crowd when he was performing. Mm -hmm. But in a way, he said he also felt above them mm -hmm. uh, during uh, one time when they were performing songs, he spit on some of the fans in the pit because he felt like he was above them and away from them and he could do what he wanted. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing to hear from a performer because not many it people is. would admit that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very open, it's a very open discussion. Um, I'd have to say, to me, The Wall is one of, is like the last good album. Mm. Well, I can I can never remember if The Wall or The Dark Side of the Moon came out first. I think it was uh, The Wall that came out first, Dark Side of the Moon second. I'm gonna look it up. Let's see, uh... Let's make sure I'm not... Side uh, of the Moon Not 73. Okay, This yeah. one came out in 79. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah. You were... Alright, I was wrong. I was really right. afraid. I was like... <laughs> messing with the Dark Side of the Moon because I love the Dark Side of the Moon. Um, the Wall is really one of the last good albums Pink Floyd made mm. because after that is when Roger Waters got, got the boot broke off. Well, he didn't. He, he, uh, oh, oh, I thought I read that somewhere. You know, he left himself because he couldn't oh. stand working with David Gilmour. Mm. Yeah, that's too bad. Mm -hmm. All right, shall we move on? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, track two, disc two. Is there anybody out there? I really, I really gotta say that these these intros kind of throw me off, but are cool at the same time. Pink Floyd uses such good like yeah. pieces, bits and pieces, and they really show that in the Dark Side of the Moon, but. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember, I remember I was thinking about making this episode while I was listening to this album. And I remember thinking to myself that this, this part, it, it almost reminds me of a Simon and Garfunkel. Because yeah. there's like an echoey feel to everything mm -hmm. that he says. Strong Maybe because memory. there is. Yeah. <clears throat> So any satanic panickers who just who just heard the uh, who just heard the mention of uh, Simon and Garfunkel who are now gone ballistic. Beware. <laughs> oh, I dropped my can tab. It's all over. What have you done? I don't know. You dropped. Why did you? Why did you have them in your hand? I have like thirty-seven. It shouldn't matter so much, but now it's disappeared. It has fallen into a gap in reality. What? It is missing forever. Why'd you do this? <laughs> Why'd you do this, man? You and your poop mouth. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, uh, so, track three, disc two. This, I have to say, is, like, my favorite song off of the album. Really? Yeah, Nobody Home. Um, I, when I say that, I'm not really looking at the story, I'm just looking at the actual song itself. Like, it's a pretty freaking good song. Piano playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes me think that this is a Billy Joel song, but it's not. Jokes on you, man, the piano player for this whole album. You would have never known. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> this is kinda, I feel like, when Roger Waters kinda switches back to his intimate voice. Mm -hmm. Kinda like with Mother and, uh, the other one. Yeah, it's a good song. I like it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is, uh... 
I feel like this is a kind of one of the songs that best showcases his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything to say about it? Not really. I like it. I uh, can't. Piano playing, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like it. It's good. Yeah. I like this build up right here. Mm-hmm. Alright, should we move on? Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, track four Vera. Vera Lynn. Dust and then I'm like, oh, it's condensation. But mm. nope, it was dust. Well, it, it's also condensation. Oh, but I'm so confused. It's both. I wonder if I just made ash because I made I, I did water and a lot of dust, or er, uh, liquid and a lot of dust. I may have just made ash clumps that I did. I just didn't even know it. <laughs> I swear these songs go so fast, like. We're, oh. ch- we're just talking about something completely random, and then I look over at my screen, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Spotify says that there's only half of the song left. Alright, well, let's quickly talk about it. Alright, go on. Uh, I don't like it. It's, <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of that of this Roger Waters voice. Mm-mm. I can't, well, it may have I don't think David Gilmore took lead at all, so... Mm. I don't know. Never mind. Hmm. I think bring the voice back home. I, for a second I thought my internet started, but then I was like, Oh wait, no, that's just transition! <laughs> Band playing. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Instruments and drawing chords. Yeah. Ooh. Track six. Track six. Nothing to say about bringing the boys back home. Mm, not compared to track six. <laughs> <laughs> track six. One of the uh, most iconic songs that's played by uh, Pandora. Uh, heck a lot. It's made by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Comfortably numb. Ooh. Talks about um. Pink felt well. How Roger Waters felt and Pink feels in the story. Amazing vocals and like music engineering mm-hmm. sounds just crisp yeah. and good. Yeah, this is one of the most psychedelic songs I can think of. Yeah, and uh, when you say that in the way, I feel like when you hear that echo and reverb, it's like a like mm-hmm. he's phasing. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a really funky feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is yeah, it's definitely a Pink Floyd song. It's such a good. <laughs> it's such an obvious thing to say, but. Uh huh. Oh, did you find it? Second tab. Sweet. Seven, the show must go on. Oh, I love this song actually. It's good. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember. I remember this one from this one. Sing the uh, later in the song. There's a faster part. I sing that part all the time. Because the beginning there, it's the question, like, must the show go on? Mm. 
Do we have to keep doing this? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it is. Alright, uh, track eight, In the Flesh. This is, oh, this is the this is in better the flesh? version. It's the, in the flesh? It's the better <laughs> version of the two when it really shows, well, in the story, Pink's, like, fascist cleansing of his... Yeah, I remember. ...his fan base. They're pulling out any minority... Great guitar playing and drum playing again. Yeah, this totally, this is totally, uh. Obviously, it's been a while since I've, uh. It's been uh, about, I'd say, like half an hour since I heard In the Flesh. But. Mm. Definitely. Sounds the same. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Did you drop your can tabs again? Again, but I found them both. We're winning on this one. Winning! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this is definitely one of the more uh, conceptual songs. Yep. It definitely works along with the story more than some others. Mm -hmm. We're We're coming near the end here. Oh, shoot, we are. Yeah, um, that's really all I have to say about it. It's a, uh, it's good, like both with how it moves along story-wise, like mm-hmm. plot, and just how it sounds. Yeah, and, music. Yeah, musical. It sounds very nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we listen to it or should we move on? No, no, we can. All right. Track nine. Run like hell. Oh, this is one of my favorite beginnings of any song. Yeah. Run Like Hell is just talking about how um, you better, like, go along with Pink's rules. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. This sounds so, uh, or th- this intro, it sounds so, like, Ready Player One-ish. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of a, a disco. Yeah. Reminds me of Jump by Van Halen. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have a funny story about Jump by Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to The Dark Side of the Moon one night, but unfortunately it wasn't on my turntable. It was on, it was bird uh, digital so I'm listening to it and then immediately after it started playing songs like Pink Floyd and it started off good that's how I learned about King Crimson Deep Purple mm-hmm. uh, bands like that but then it moved into like Super Tramp Van Halen <laughs> and uh, and it's playing on my speakers and I didn't realize it automatically got louder for some reason <laughs> so at like 3 a.m. my brother woke up uh, to hearing Jump by Van Halen <laughs> playing through the walls, and he got like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's <that's> funny. <laughs> he was not happy. He like slammed open the door, and I'm like, huh? Uh. <laughs> so you didn't realize that it was getting louder? No, I was sleeping. I was oh, yeah, totally sorry. asleep, and it was amazing because everyone else had to hear it, and I didn't. And I was enjoying it. Have you ever heard of headphones? No. <laughs> I like hearing it all around. Yeah, well, you could get some really good, uh, you could get some really good, uh, like, cheap but surround, like, AirPods. I have some, I have studio quality headphones, these really nice ones, but... Yeah, I need, I, I'm thinking about buying a pair. I like hearing it everywhere, anyway. Bouncing off my walls. Yeah, usually I uh, when I'm lo- when I'm not listening to music like while I'm playing on my PlayStation, I usually just uh, I usually just use my earbuds because they're easy. But uh, 
Or, I remember today, earlier in the day, I was uh, listening with my, uh, with my other Bluetooth headphones, which I don't use anymore, but, uh, every so often, I guess. Um, and the, the difference was so amazing, like, you could hear the bass so much better. And also, with the, like, the speakers that I have, I'm trying to use that as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really makes the song. Abuse that power. Yeah. Yeah, with a really, with a really bassy song, you gotta be able to feel it in your heart and your soul. I was so nervous when we were listening to the wall because I could start hearing them physically move, and I didn't. Because <laughs> I like it when my bass is loud, but after a while, you can hear the driver move, and I said that's not right. So I was constantly adjusting little things. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, moving the equalizer. <laughs> it, it, I, ooh, I got nervous. <laughs> All right, should we move on? Yeah. All right. Uh, track ten, waiting for the worms. I like this song. Oh, um, at the beginning there, you can hear German, like speaking, and that's mm-hmm. how they're relating the fascist movement to the yeah, yeah, to the yeah. Nazi occupation. Correct. Yeah. Waiting for the worms is good. It starts off with this like. Really good, like softer singing. Mm-hmm. It it sounds almost dreamy. And I like this part too. It's mm-hmm. Still kind of soft. And then later in the song, it gets to that, uh, like thumping and booming noise with a megaphone. Mm-hmm. Like how gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> And here it gets heavier. Nope, I was wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in a bit, it gets Ooh, heavier. That must be pretty embarrassing um, for a diehard Pink Floyd fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the wall. Don't let me. I thought, I thought you liked the wall. I thought I, you said you liked the wall. Dark Side of the Moon, Animals, The Wall, The Final Cut, Division Bell, Metal. Wait, no. Okay. The Dark Side of the Moon, Animals, Metal, The Wall, Division Bell, The Final Cut. Wish You Were else. Here? Wish You Were Here is not at all one of my favorites. I think we can. Alright, alright, uh, track 11, stop. 30 seconds. It's one, it's an amazing song. It's talking about how he's, like, realizing, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, this is bad. I need to stop really mm-hmm. you, yeah is <laughs> it's a pretty good uh, context for uh the next song the trial track 12 Ooh. the end minus the hidden track which is just ambience isn't it well um we didn't hear the hidden track the other day no we didn't. which is sad. so this is the this is the this is one this is uh one of the other most iconic songs mm-hmm. that, like, people talk about. How many people have you heard talk about? Uh, well, I don't know, but you know <laughs> what I mean, right? You know what I mean. Works uh, it, It'd be a terrible song to, like, sing in front of an audience unless you were doing it, like, for theatrical performances. Yeah, three different people. Or five, really. Six. Keeps adding on. Okay. Um, it, goes on it goes along with the plot, well... And it shows mm-hmm. the characters' points of view, and not Pink, what Pink thinks of them, which is good. Oh, my personal favorite, and it's only because I like heavy noise, is the judge. When he just, like, booming. Ooh, yeah, I was just gonna say booming, too. Thundering it's, voice. It's friggin' creepy, but it gets, it gets the job done. This, this whimsical music in the back is it's, it's so it, it's so weird it freaks me out maybe it's because like the schoolmaster is uh, like, related to children I guess because works with children all the time mm-hmm. but like when the judge comes out you know, oh my good the worm it's that guitar playing mm-hmm. again thunder you're out of the world 
That's why you gotta give Roger Waters the respect he he deserves for doing those voices. He's a professional. Yeah. That's gotta freaking hurt, bro. Definitely. Yeah, it's a trial. Amazing song. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. You wanna skip to the judge? Uh, sure, because yeah, it's the mother and then the chorus again, and then the judge. <laughs> Time judge, stamp. Uh, come in during the trial song. Trial. I did probably won't say. No, probably not. Uh, I just go go in. There yeah. we go. Good job. I, I came in pretty perfectly. Pretty close there, yeah. I'm awesome. There we go, type so. <laughs> Are you slandering me on my podcast? I'm being a funny man. Funny joke. Slander is not allowed in the Brain Cube podcast. Only I can slander those who I bring before my good graces. Yeah, good song. Then, uh, yeah, starts talking about tearing down the wall and how it's gonna fall, and Pink's finally gonna be shown and exposed and ridiculed. Yeah, and then the final song, track 15. Outside the wall. Which I s- No! No, no, oh. no, no, free advertising! Oh. I have to do this every time when I'm live streaming too. I- No! No free advertising. Except for Arizona Green Tea, they deserve it. Green Arizona Green Tea with ginseng and honey that comes in a- Green, green can green with, uh, with cherry blossoms on it, also known as Sakura. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Funny man. I gotta say though, that commercial was like super loud. Do you ever like listen to Spotify like really loud and then you're here and you then just you hear the You just get blasted. Obliterated. Uh, I don't wanna know the difference of spiciness between chip brand A and chip brand B. You refuse to even say the name. I don't wanna give them money. <laughs> Conservation of wealth. Eat the rich. This is this is awkward. I should I should just I should just pay for Spotify Premium. Then I lose all my money really fast. That's what I do. (laughs) Hold on, I'm gonna go shred. What are you gonna do? Shred. 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 Okay. Oh oh. Oh no. My shredding time is over. <laughs> but is there, like, actually anything else than ambience in here? Yeah, he talks. Oh, he does? Yeah. Just a bit farther into there. Mm. See, yeah, you can... This reminds me of, uh, this, like, this accordion reminds me of, uh, <laughs> the Netflix original version of, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Or maybe even, uh, like, the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I know it is. Favorite director, Wes Anderson. Who else did he direct? There were so many good movies. Island of Dogs. Um, oh, Sun, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh yeah, we watched a little bit of that. Uh, ooh, what's it called? The Royal Tenenbaums. Which was just an awesome movie. He's a very, you can tell when you watch his movies. Like, oh, The Aquatic Life of Steve Zissou. I, I gotta, I, I you, can't hear what he's you saying. You have to know. 
twos. All alone or in twos. Because <laughs> you really love you. Walk up and down. No. Ah. That's it. We, it's the wall. All right. We've done it. We have. We are cool. I guess. I finally had a guest. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored by Arizona green tea with ginseng and honey that comes in a green can with uh, cherry with cherry blossoms on it, also known as Sokura. Yay! We did it. Right. Uh, you want to tell me how to end this? I don't know. I don't, I don't think there really is any way to end it. You just, <laughs> you just stop. Should we play some accordions and then s speak quietly while a chorus of children mumbles in the background? Let's, let's do it. Yeah, I, I, we don't have a, a chorus of children or, or an accordion or anything to say, really. <laughs> Except that this is the end of the episode, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty smooth, that was a pretty smooth... Smooth uh, ending there. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, it came out of nowhere, but y'all didn't expect that one. <laughs> So this has been uh, the Brain Cube podcast. I have been Will. I and I'm always Mac. And yeah, <laughs> this was the Wall by Pink Floyd that came out in 1979 that had 26 songs on it and spanned the dura the duration of one hour and 20 minutes, also known as eight minutes. <laughs> Anything more you want to say? Not really. Green tea and a half in. Doing well. <laughs> um, spay and neuter your pets. Woo! Oh, I get to uh, wear a seatbelt. Well, don't. <laughs> go quick. <laughs> Yellow light means go faster, right? R in your car means race. <laughs> N for nitro. D for doesn't work. Remember that one. <laughs> for powerful oh yeah yeah all right yeah and uh, p also for uh press that follow button on spotify oh, <laughs> <got 'em. laughs> um yeah all right that's it we're done of course it, yeah. yep we're yeah we're uh-huh yeah, mm -hmm. uh-huh all right bye farewell <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting something more to happen. No, um, you, you just wait. It'll be a huge thing. Fireworks, you don't, you don't know yet. It'll no, but... Well, I can't see the future now, can I, Mac? You can only live in the present. <laughs> because it is a gift. Mwah. Oh, funny. Alright, bye. Bye.